I would like you guys to do me a favor and just envision for one second becoming graduating as a police officer. All right. So you've graduated as a police officer and you go and you specialize in being, let's just say, a detective on the field. One of the main principles that you're taught as a detective, a time old elementary technique is to look for patterns. Okay. And then you get to the office or the police station that you're now designated to work at. And then imagine on the first day that you go there, you're told by the police chief, listen, ma'am, sir, I know you're new here, but you need to stop looking for patterns when it comes to certain things. The first thing you're going to say is that defies the very basic fundamental principle of what I learned in police school, right? Or police academy, whatever it's called. And then you're going to go, what the hell? And so that exactly, that's exactly what Project Ozma is. It's just a lot of people don't see it for what's right in front of them. Now, I want to literally just get right into it and explain what Project Ozma is. We got so many things to connect here that I'm not even going to waste any time. So let's get started. So according to Wikipedia, Project Ozma was a SETI or SETI experiment started in 1960 by Cornell University astronomer Frank Drake at the National Radio Astronomy Observatory, Green Bank and West Virginia. The object of the experiment was to search for signs of life in distant planetary systems through interstellar radio waves. The program was named after Princess Ozma, ruler of the fictional land of Oz, blah, blah, blah. Okay, long story short, end quote, there we go. Now, what we have to look at here, just getting right into it, is we have to look at what SETI is and what really went on with Ozma, but not specifically the documents that show and the testimonies that prove Ozma was some very top secret project that connects to a lot of other things, but just the basic fundamental principles of investigating with reoccurring patterns that happen all the time. So what does SETI stand for? All right. SETI stands for Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Now, yes, I'm totally sure, and I'm saying this sarcastically, if they found extraterrestrial intelligence, they were, they were going to tell the public back in 1960. Oh, yeah, I'm totally sure of that, right? So anyways, if we go to SETI.org, from April to July 1960, for six hours a day, Project Ozma's 80-foot-5 NRAO radio telescope was tuned to the 21-centimeter emission, 1420 megahertz, coming from cold hydrogen gas in interstellar space. A single 100 hertz channel receiver scanned 400 kilohertz of bandwidth. The astronomers scanned the tapes for a repeated series of uniformly patterned pulses that would indicate an intelligent message or a, seri a series of prime numbers such as 1, 2, 3, 5, or 7. With the exception of an early false alarm caused by a secret military experiment, the only sound that came from the loudspeaker was static and no meaningful bumps superimposed themselves on the formless wiggles on the recording paper, end quote. Why is it? that the patterns they were finding had to do with a military experiment. But that's not even the best part, all right? Let's take a look at what year this occurred. This occurred in the year 1960. Okay, now I need you guys to keep that in mind because we're going to bring that full circle in just a second. So the next thing I want to look at here is electromagnetic theories of consciousness, and you'll understand how this comes full circle. So let's do a quick overview. Theorists, and I quote, theorists differ in how they relate consciousness to electromagnetism. Electromagnetic field theories or EM field theories of consciousness propose that consciousness results when a brain produces an electromagnetic field with specific characteristics. Now, if I jump a little forward to the semi-theory, C-E-M-I, and I quote, the starting point for this theory is the fact that every time a neuron fires to generate an action potential and a postsynaptic potential in the next neuron down the line, it also generates a disturbance in the surrounding electromagnetic field. 
McFadden had proposed that the brain's electromagnetic field creates a representation of the information in the neurons. End quote. Now, the whole idea is that if we can understand consciousness, we can understand the different patterns that we find when we try to look for intelligence, intelligent life, and ultimately, we'd be able to transfer one consciousness to another. Now, I do want to note very quickly, Project Ozma has contributed to the ability of a lot of the elites in the world being able to actually transfer their consciousness. Not all of them, just the ones that have been given this type of privy and access, but they've been able to transfer their consciousness from one body to another. Although, as I mentioned a few days ago, this process has not been perfected yet but anyways you'll see where this is leading now let's take a look at uh, this is according to money.cnn.com guys this is something that's totally hidden and i quote thunder energies discovers invisible terrestrial entities using santilli telescope so i'm not really going to quote anything because long story short they discovered invisible entities within the terrestrial environment and this was discovered by thunder energies corporation now coincidentally if we do a quick look at what thunder corporation is all about or thunder energies corporation my apologies we'll see according to routers that their form that they're a development stage company focused on the development of a clean combustion of fossil fuels oil diesel and coal among others with controlled minimal containments in the exhaust end quote now here's what's interesting and i'm putting the picture up on the screen for those on youtube right now if you click on the link to the router's official public stock page, it says 404 error not found. Now, what's interesting as well, too, is that this company was allegedly picked up by the CIA, but they are still on the stock market in order to present a more public front in the domain of obviously the public and wall street and things like this right now what's interesting is i cannot confirm this but according to a handful of people that i've spoken to that have attempted to invest in thunder energies corp in the past they have had serious trouble investing even if it was just a small amount of shares they were trying to delve into right and they said not that they were prevented from investing but there was a long lengthy process that almost dis discouraged them and these are just regular people from investing in Thunder Energies Corp. Now, I'm not trying to defame them or anything like this. Again, these are according to my sources and nothing has been confirmed. So I don't want to make allegations and say they're 100% true. But I think, again, when we look for the basic principalistic detection of patterns, what we're going to see here is that this is coming up over and over and over again, right? Now, the next thing is that I want to take a look at when Project Osmo was started. Now, Project Osmo was started back in 1960, right? Now, let's take a look at some other events and see if it comes full circle here. So Project Ozma was essentially the idea of detecting alien life, intelligent life, through basic fundamental radio waves, which is actually so basic that it's so complex we don't even understand it yet, but that's aside from the point. But ultimately, what happened here was that they sent out signals into space, into the universe, pretty much saying, yeah, come to Earth and do whatever you like, pretty much. I know that sounds ridiculous, but just bear with me now. You might say, Dave, as an extraterrestrial entity or intelligent species, why the hell would you need radio signals to discover where you are? Don't you think that they would be smart enough to realize where Earth is if they found the location? And I agree with you 100%, but this is like anything else in life, not just applied to humans, but with everything. There are such vast amounts of land that it is almost impossible to explore all of it. And what, this is why we see a lot more grays than usual, because these are the probes, the biological probes that are sent to discover these things. Now, ironically enough, the same year Project Ozma was set up was also the same year that the Antarctic Treaty was signed. 
Now, it was a month before 1960, but it was December 1st, 1959. It was signed on uh, December 1st in uh, Washington, D.C. Now, what's interesting, though, is that Project Ozma was already being set up at this same time. Not only that, but the Montauk Project as well, which is allegedly the motivation for the, uh, the, the Netflix series Stranger Things, which a lot of people say is the case. Now, if we look, for example, at the Montauk project, what we're going to see is that there are rumors and allegations as to when the project officially started, when it officially ended, what type of mind control and telepathic experiments were involved. But what we have to look at here is we have to notice that these three different things, Project Ozma, the Montauk project, and the Antarctic Treaty all occurred within the same year. Is this a coincidence? Again, guys, this goes back to the the basic fundamental principles of looking for patterns. Now, this is where it's going to get really interesting there is a very strong theory out there that has been proposed that the Oumuamua I believe that's how it's pronounced but we're just going to call it the O for the sake of this episode for pronunciation uh, issues and that is the um, I'm putting the picture up on the screen for those on YouTube right now that is the alleged alien ship or initially thought to be space rock that seemed to be traveling in a very specific trajectory now what's interesting is this the trajectory of this O, the Oumuamua, was headed directly towards not just Earth, because it was orbiting in a very odd way that no other metallic rocks, asteroids, or comets would, but it was heading to, precisely, West Virginia. What's in West Virginia? The Montauk Project allegedly occurred there. Project Ozma as well. Is this a coincidence? It's been rumored that New Mexico, West Virginia, Nevada have also been the basis of these Nordic races. Now, here's what's also interesting. In the 1954 Griotta Treaty, as I've spoken about probably a thousand times on this show by now, we understand that President Eisenhower signed a treaty with a handful of alien species in exchange for technology, and they could kidnap humans as long as they return them safely. Now, generally speaking, they didn't listen, and there's not really anything humans can do, especially when there is another species that is not just technologically, but biologically way superior than you, right? This is probably the first time where the United States was not the top powerhouse in the world, so to speak, right? But what's interesting is that it has been alleged that the Nordics are using both a spiritual grid to protect us from multidimensional negative entities, which seems to be something that Thunder Energy Corporation discovered that was quickly covered up. Again, why is this on CNN.Money.com and nobody's talking about it? It was an article from only four years ago. This company discovered ter- uh, terrestrial entities within this realm. But here's the other thing. Ozma, because it sent out such sporadic radio waves back in the 60s, it perceived the ability to transcend time in the sense that the O, the Oumuamua, was activated in a certain sense that brought this towards Earth, towards specifically West Virginia. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a good thing. But at the same time, we got to look, and I say this all the time, we got to look at all the angles. It's kind of like ordering a pizza. You don't just order a pizza, then you eat one slice. You got Usually you eat the whole pizza, right? Or at least until you're, you're full. You know what I mean? And so when we look at all of this, we have to see that this is also a direct correspondence with the Black Knight satellite as well. Because at the same time that the O came into the orbit of Earth headed towards West Virginia, generally speaking, before it turned around, which is very interesting, by the way, which is, I think, past Saturn's rings at this point, we also have to notice the fact that the Black Knight satellite was changing its trajectory as well. This is something that is on nasa's website in a, if you use the Wayback machine um online you don't need to use the dark web or anything like that but what's interesting about this is that nasa refuses to comment on it and at the same time it seems as though the nordics are harnessing this black knight satellite as an ability 
to protect the humanity and earth really in many different ways in a spiritual way as well as a physical way now we have to redefine the word spiritual why do i say that because spiritual could mean multi-dimensional could also mean you know a parallel universe something like this the term spiritual is so broad and to a lot of people not so much lately but to a lot of people in the past has been ridiculed in many different ways but we have to understand that it is a very serious topic because it entails and covers all of the different dimensions that the human brain, human mind, the human ears cannot see, detect, or use any senses to be able to figure out what it is, right? So we cannot detect it. It is out of our frequential range. But Thunder Energy's corporation did, then all of a sudden they mysteriously get bought up and then it's hard to invest in them. And then their page gets removed off of the router's official stock website and things like this. Kind of fishy, right? So what we also have to look at, too, was that we also have to think, is this the Nordics protecting us, making a play on us? Is this something where, as a matter of fact, this is with pure intention because they also benefit from inhabiting Earth with their um, TWAOs, the tall white area of operations, their bases and things like this? We honestly don't know. But the patterns are resound. Like They're so astounding that they keep reoccurring. Basic fundamental evaluation. And I could be very wrong here, guys. But again, we look at all the dates, we line it all up, we notice that a lot of these mind control, telepathic, multidimensional entities, and I guess we could say experiments, occurred in the 60s and 70s, then all of a sudden there was a sudden, excuse me, a sudden plummet and drop in these types of experiments and things like this. So it really does make us think, what's happening here? Okay, and at the same time, I think we're still underestimating what this Thunder Energies Corporation found because this proves to us that there's other forms of extraterrestrial life that is inhabiting other planets, not to say every other planet, but inhabiting other planets in different dimensions. All right. And so whether it's ghost particles, whether it's the Kashmir effect, as I spoke about yesterday, whether it's this, um, the SETI, uh, the SETI project. Whether it's all these different things, whether it's the semi-theory or the chemi-theory, depending how you pronounce it, there's clearly an ability to understand consciousness, and these radio waves that were sent out through Project Ozma were not accidentally done, but humans really didn't know what they were doing, and it's ironic that the Nordics did not warn about this, considering there was a treaty signed back in 1954. So, I want you guys to let me know what you think. I know that we only scratched the surface of things like the Amuamua and things like that, but I just wanted to kind of, you know, uh, dip our fingers into the pond, so to speak, to get ourselves started. So, thank you guys so much for watching. I want you to let me know what you think. So much to connect here, and we will catch you guys tomorrow. Cheers.